0: there everybody and welcome to another episode of to the point podcast excited to be back in the swing of things we took a little bit of a break over the holidays with the scheduling and everything so excited to be back 2023
1: yeah. new year
0: new year. all right as always we got liz and Kaylin here with us on the podcast diving into another topic that i'm excited about that you guys have no idea of like normal
2: uh-oh <laughs> it's always a little scary
0: (laughs) we should have context for this one though because we just talked about like this yesterday in our team meeting and basically goals i'm curious about how how you you all think about okay we got the new year here we're recording this was the second week of january here Um, often a good time to reflect of the past year, you know, look at, um, goals for the coming year. Are you guys like big goal setters either professionally or personally, or like, what's your relationship with goals?
2: You go. Um, that is like my love language goal setting. I do everything, everything I do in my life. I feel like I, I have my little, my little stoplights where I try to hit goals. So with work, you know, within sales, I try to break it up throughout the year. In my personal life, I use check boxes and I, you know, set up these goals that I want to do or things that I just want to do over the course of the year. And I try to keep track of them from January to December and then reflect at the end of the year how close I got to them. How about you, Liz? Um, Well, I'm a little more (laughs) haphazard
1: with goals. So as far as like personal, I can get on like kicks where I'm like, yeah, I'm going to do this like exercise or and then I usually fizzle out. The more stringent or like rigid and a goal is for me, the harder it is for me to stick to it. Yep. Like I just like fail and I know I'm going to fail. And so it's just like, well, I don't even know why I tried. But um, goals as far as like professionally really help. Like I'm very motivated to see, you know, like the needle move, like to see progress, yep. to see um, where we're at. I feel like if I have a goal – yeah, definitely affects my performance. Um, so yeah, I think I I would be a little bit different personal life versus professional. So you're not a
0: big New New
1: Year's resolution well, type I'm of person. To healthy <laughs> right now and I'm doing good. But what's the date? The tenth. I haven't really had carbs since January first, which that's good. Or sugar, yeah. But you guys know how much sugar I eat. I was headachey. Is that like, why the candy bowl is still
0: full? Yes.
1: I'm. I was headachey for like three days, and then I pushed through, and now I'm on the like. I have so much energy. I'm gonna crawl out of my own skin. But I'm still drinking soda, so <laughs> diet soda. But I would say yes to New Year's resolutions but not super rigid. Like if I'm like, I'm going to do six days a week of workouts. Like Kay is very much more disciplined in like strict goal setting than I am. Yeah. I think I'm a little... Less organized in my really <laughs> <laughs> <Just kidding. laughs> yesterday she's like,
2: Where should I set this on your desk? It's kind of a mess. yeah, <laughs> oh yeah. with goal setting though, like professionally, I think it's really important. um in my previous life, they would set some re- like extremely unattainable goals, yeah, and that I feel like leaves a team very unmotivated when you see you know if you have a graph or something and you're never going to make it there like you know the business wants to get there and you know here's this top tier and it's just not going to happen right it's like if a business sets goals and they you know that's where they want to be but it's not physically possible then that is the most demotivating thing ever i think i my biggest thing with goals is always that I have a goal and then I have a stretch goal. So like I have a goal that I feel like is not easy, but could be attainable. And then I have a second one that if I hit my, my goal, then I'm like really grasping to get to the next one. And I do that in my personal life too. Like if I, you know, my, my two goals for 2023 personally is to run 500 miles and read 52 books. And so like, That gives me 12 months to do it. So, you know, you sometimes fall off and I can catch up to that. And I think that both of those are attainable goals. Then my stretch goal for that, you know, I'm not going to do the more books, but would be to run like 600 miles to like add an an extra hundred if I get into like a really big groove. So I um, think
0: going back to what you mentioned there, the, the idea of making sure your goals are like within context of reality. And I think the easiest way of doing that is looking at like, hey, what's the most recent you know, where have we been and correlating, you know, a goal that's, you know, has a relationship, a healthy relationship with the past. Cause I think, I think why a lot of people kind of fall off the New mm-hmm. Year's resolution bandwagon is like, you know, all right, say it's physical fitness. It's like, all right, they haven't been to the yeah. gym consistently at all. And then their new year's resolution is I'm going to be there six days a right. week. Yeah. And it's like, all right, well, I you got to take gradual yeah. steps <laughs> right. to that. And I think in business, that's true as well. It's like, yeah. all right, make sure your goal <clears throat> that you're presenting is a goal that everyone feels that, hey, like, all right, this is stretching us, but hey, we've been close to this, you know, in the past, or, you know, we've we've seen strides of, you know, being able to hit that. Yep. Um, And again, setting a goal that has that type of relationship with reality, I think is important. Because the last thing you want to put out there is a goal that everyone feels is unattainable. Yeah. And then you don't have buy-in even from the way beginning.
1: Right. I think for my personality, I love To have things to be excited about like i literally i live from one like exciting thing to the next just because that's how i'm wired so to have a goal and to like be have momentum around that as a team is like the best feeling like even if you're a little short or you're close to reaching that i feel like part of that is the experience with people collaborating and working towards that like obviously you want to reach your goal and be successful but part of it is like that like Serotonin high that you get from serotonin, right? Yeah, yeah. From like being on the yeah. journey, you looked at me blankly, so no. I'm sure, like, <laughs> oh God, did I, I say thinking. the wrong chemical? Yes. In the <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, part of it is like. Doing that with other people, that experience like in the workplace is like having that journey with people. Well, I
0: think that's part of the magic with goals is it brings together, you know, people even from different departments and it brings everyone together on the same team. Just like a sports team is like, hey, the goal is to win the Super Bowl, you know, and it's like, hey, that's a team goal. But then you have all your individual contributors that contribute to that. In their own unique way but we're all working towards something i think that's one of the magical things about having a company-wide goal that everyone's bought into
2: i was just gonna say that like recognizing that mm-hmm. in order to reach a team goal it's all players that you know have had a hand in it i think going back to like previous life when i think about that you know where, where things are very separate and it's not you know you're not recognizing different departments for their you know, contribution to have a sales team hit a goal, then that puts a lot of division in a, like in a company, you know, when you're not recognizing that, you know, the marketing team is doing all this work to then help the sales team. And then if you have a shipping team, that's how sales teams get paid. You know, it's like, if you can have goals that are visible for the entire company too, to be like, this is where we're at and this is what we're doing and then celebrate each other in morning meetings. I think that makes everybody excited about, coming to work and, you know, all going in on the same goal. You know, everybody gets amped up to, you know, talk about product or talk about, you know, um, just the little wins, I think, along the way are, are so important when you're talking about goals and stretch goals. I'm curious what you guys, and I don't know
1: what I would answer, but just thinking of past experiences, if you set a goal for your team... And it seems like there's a couple months that pass by and like, you're not going to reach that goal. How do you feel like is the best way to handle that? Do you lower Like, like I've been on teams where people then end up discouraged. It's like, we're never going to hit this goal. The, The goal then starts to feel unattainable. And like, especially around team meetings, you know, you're, you've been trying to hype people up towards this goal and people are either doing the right things and the, I don't know. The synergy just isn't there or whatever. You're not achieving it. What do you think is the best thing? Like, do you drop the goal? Do you pull back so that you do have like smaller chunks of attainable goals or like, how would you handle that?
0: My personal opinion on that is like, no one can predict the future
1: mm -hmm.
0: and we're setting goals for future, like Mm -hmm. growth, future activity. And, because no one can predict the future, you almost have to hold those somewhat loosely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, and to me, it's not a, a rule book necessarily,
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, because, you know, that can happen, mm-hmm. you know, like say you set a goal January one, mm-hmm. and you're seeing, you know, August 10th, that it's like, okay, like we're, we're you mm-hmm. know, we're, we're, we're not going to, you know, outside of <laughs> a miracle, right. we're not gonna hit that goal like just pushing for that and talking about that every single week, you know, again, my personal opinion is like, you got to have flexibility throughout the year. I usually look at things quarterly personally, like, all right, we've, you know, set goals at the beginning of the year. How are we matching to that quarterly? And, you know, are there adjustments, you know, we need to make, um, to me, that's, you got to keep things agile because again, like even simple things like, all right, if you're running an organization and you're managing a budget, Mm -hmm. you know, and you're still spending you know, again, I'm going off of this example of say you're not hitting, yeah, you know, right. uh, your your goal, revenue goal, you know, and you keep spending like you would hit mm-hmm. that. Again, you'll be at a very, uh, y- you know, sticky place mm-hmm. if you keep if you don't adjust things.
1: I think so much of it is psychological for a team, too. So, mm-hmm. like, I've seen teams get burned out from not achieving that loftier goal that was set at the beginning of the year without that. Like pivot to be like okay let's set one that because it's like every day it's like oh well we're never gonna hit it almost like makes you want to give up right right um which is
2: not the whole yeah not the purpose of the goal i break it down talking about goal setting here even deeper than like quarterly so you know i'll look at a calendar and say statistically like here's your low months here's your high months if my goal is x amount then i say like you know, 17% of it is in January. might only be 6% in July if that's a slow month and then figure out the dollars per month yep. and try to bite them off in chunks. And if I hit a goal in January that surpasses, then I think about that as like flowing over into the July bowl that's low. So like When I look at calendar, (laughs) like from start to end, I, I, you know, I'm going to eventually fill that cup, but there's going to be some months where I might have two cups that I'm like, okay, if July is historically a low month, then I'm going to save this extra and pour it into that cup so that it's keeping my like hill on an uprise. Mm -hmm. So for me, that's the only way that, because sales are very, you know, there's, there's ebbs and flows and high times and low times where there's specific needs and you're not, I mean, like, it's not going to constantly, like, each month's not going to beat the next because yep. businesses have cycles. Right. So for me, that's the only way I can think about it. Like, in the way my brain rationalizes is it literally, like, if I close my eyes, it makes a graph. And I, like, my graph through the year may be like this but the end here and it ends up there like yeah there's never
0: a straight line (laughs) to that goal i oh you're like rain man (laughs) (laughs) and yeah that's like you always have to realize that it's like usually the road to that goal um you know has its ebbs and flows and it's not always a straight line
2: yeah I love goals,
0: and and so uh, related to this, and this is this is kind of my relationship with goals. So, like personally, I'm not the biggest goal setter, mm-hmm. like for my personal life. Like I, I love, Same. um, you know, in, in business, I feel like I do that quite a bit more. Um, but in my personal life, like I, I'm not just this huge, you know, goal setter. Like I don't have too many New Year's resolutions. Actually, I don't think I have any New Year's yeah. <laughs> resolutions. But for me, it's more, and to me, this is the purpose of goals. Is creating the right activities and a framework for setting myself up for doing the right things. Um, and and so again, in some people's minds, it's like, hey, creating this macro goal of hey, this this is you know what I want to do over the next 12 months. For me, again, the way I think a little bit more is just like, hey. I got to show up the next day and do the thing. And like, that's just more in the
1: moment. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: And, and again, it's just creating those habits, um, personally. And, but so again, correlating this to business, then to me, it's like, all right, some people are going to be super goal focused. Some people, maybe not so much, you know, I, I love setting those macro goals, but again, to me, it's more so about, you know, Hey, what are your daily, I'd rather have someone, you know, come to me and say, all right, I don't have like solid goals necessarily, but look at the past quarter, Mm -hmm. I've done the activities and this is you know how I'm growing. To me, it's more about the activities versus Mm -hmm. someone coming and saying, hey, this is my goal for 2023. And then Q1 seeing there's just no activity. Like the energy, I guess, and the hard work is not in the goal setting.
1: 100%.
0: Yeah. The the work is in actually the execution. So to me, execution is a huge part of this that in my mind is more important than just, you know, setting the goal.
1: That's where like, I would, it's like almost a shame to be like, Oh, I'm not a big goal person, but I would say I hustle every day and like do what I can to be successful personally and professionally. So everyone's just wired differently. Like whether like what you're saying, Sam, whether that's that, your huge goal on paper and Kay charting out her charts and graphs and all of her percentages, which is so, like, it's so I'm good in sales Everyone, though and, and so competitive. I do think, though, everyone's brain is wired so differently. Yeah. Like, if you, I would feel restricted. Like, it's just my personality. Gotcha, I yep. would feel trapped. Like, don't tell me what to do, chart. I'm going to do what I want to do. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and I'm going to, like, that's just me. Like, yeah. I, I would. I need some flexibility. I'm going to work hard no matter what. Like I'm going to try to get the outcomes, but everyone's wired so differently and it keeps you on track, which I think is the beautiful thing. Um, I would be, I think I'd feel cooler if I was like, oh yeah, like you, like, I just have all these goals and then I'm just like, well, I come to work and I run up the stairs and
2: then I hustle. (laughs) Our jobs are different too though. Like I'm in sales and I have these goals because I don't lose like I you know understand. what I mean like my it whole is thing is, very is like different. I if I'm in a team of like I want to be the number one every time and when I'm not then I'm pissed like I'm mad
1: about it like I and I want to be the number one but thank god we're not against each other yeah <laughs> <laughs>
2: like, but that's what I mean like you're so good at what you do and like you're like we have very different jobs very you know different. what I mean? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I get like really angry, like really angry. <laughs> <laughs> a little competitive, maybe. Yeah,
1: a little. Yeah, Just a little. yeah. <laughs> I think that's the good. Like you want competitive people on your team, Sam, right? 100%, if you don't, 100%. like, well, yeah, you want that. It's good. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man!
0: Oh yeah. Ha- has there ever been? um a a i'm trying to think how to word this but uh, an unhealthy relationship maybe with with goals like can you think of maybe a scenario scenario maybe specifically in business you know that that there was like this unhealthy relationship or a scenario where where goals you know were almost more of a distraction than than a than a positive I have like energy a funny health.
1: answer, but as far as unhealthy, so because <laughs> I want to be excited about everything, sometimes I can celebrate too early. Okay, yeah. And so I had set this goal in a previous job and I was like so consumed with this goal because I was going to get a huge bonus. And so I was like super excited to have this huge large sum of money coming my way. And so I thought about it all the time. I worked – like we were doing all the right – being really smart, not like crazy. But we were almost at the goal. So it was an hour's goal and we were literally like 100 hours. I was like freaking out because I felt like we hit it. So I – Put on my running shoes. I'm not joking. This is like 10 o'clock at night. I saw numbers come in and I just like ran. Like I was like running around town. Like, cause I was so, I had music in my headphones. Like I could not contain myself and we never hit the goal. Oh no. (laughs) Because we were like a hundred, like I was like, this is coming. And I'm like thinking about this bonus and then we never hit it. So that's just a funny, like unhealthy. I would say that's pretty unhealthy. Like I was. I was so excited that it almost happened and then it never happened. <laughs> <laughs> so that's my that's my like first funny thought.
0: No, I think that like it was I, like I, so much I appreciate adrenaline. that yeah. because
1: like I like, got to run I, and like yep. yeah.
0: But I've yeah. seen that it's like sometimes we we you know it's the follow through. It's 100%. the follow through <laughs> is what's important, you know. And again, yeah. sometimes celebrating too early yes. can prevent you or the team yes. from doing that last bit of activity that actually gets you across the line.
2: Exactly. I had, um, look, <laughs> in a, um, Ooh, this that, is going to be <laughs> juicy. No, you're saying like, I'm thinking about yeah. like with goals, like in, in one of my previous jobs, they had, we had goal set and there was a whole team and we would have reports at the end of each month, which would report, you know, all of the data on the sales reps. And, um, if you hit certain goals and you got bonuses and it was great, you know, and you could see and like you could celebrate each other and you'd be like, oh, you hit your goal and you hit your goal and like you were so close and it was really great. And then the the team kind of started changing and people were complaining that their numbers were being shown because they weren't hitting goal. So then they removed all data. So when oh, I would get I my report at the end of the month, I could only see my numbers and not the rest of the team. And for me, I feel like That took so much fun out of it because I wanted to celebrate the ones who were close or the ones who got it or be able to help coach the ones who were not there. But then people, like there were some people on the team that were like, I don't want, you know, I don't want anybody to see my numbers. And I feel like when you're in sales, they should be blasted everywhere. Like for a team goal I feel like if you are in sales then those numbers should be put up on a board for like the entire team to see uh, to see because everybody's everybody in a company works so that the you know the sales people sell and then that's how the company makes money so that's important whether you're exceeding your goals or not quite there it's a it's a good metric for a whole team okay. to see and that I feel like became very unhealthy for me because I just felt like well, what's the point? Like, we're right. not celebrating as a team anymore. It's all these individual goals. And then I was like, well, I could hit my goals, but there's no camaraderie anymore. Like, right. with the, the whole team of people. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I think goals are definitely meant to be shared and transparent. Mm-hmm. Like, again, it's the... The thing that's scary oftentimes for people is, you know, when you bring transparency and stuff and goals, it creates like this automatic accountability, right?
1: right, right <laughs> which right. can
0: sometimes be as soon a as little, you have
1: visibility, then you know, like where, yeah, where people yeah, are at. Yeah. yeah. But to
0: me, again, that's, you know, in the right environment, I mm-hmm. think that energy can be used in a healthy way to promote the right type of activities exactly. and execution. Because mm-hmm. yeah. again, if it's just a goal that's tucked away, you know, in the corner and it's like again, if we, you know, put our boost point goals for 2023 and like, you know, we mentioned them maybe sideways one meeting at the beginning of the year and then t- kind of tuck them away Not talk about it. for the rest of the year. Again, there, there'd be no value right. in doing that, but keeping them front and center mm-hmm. transparency of, Hey, where we're at in relation to those. Sure. It creates accountability and that can sometimes be a little terrifying, mm-hmm. but it creates that healthy energy so that everyone can be contributing towards that
1: for sure.
2: Sales is just such a collaborative effort. Mm -hmm. I think there's so much, there are so many conversations that go into, you know, what worked for you, this worked for me, or like, I had this great success story. And if you're not sharing those Mm -hmm. things, because you don't want people to know you're, you're not hitting your goal and the accountability, you know, then like, there's no room for constructive, you know, criticism or to, to get people to look at how they're doing things and maybe see it differently. You know, you might be like, I never thought about doing it that way. Let me try that. But if you don't ever talk about the goal after it's set, then yeah, nothing's going the to happen. Yeah. Yep. I, another unhealthy
1: thing I haven't really experienced, but a lot of friends have talked about it, is that like once you hit the goal or achieve the goal that the company just moves the moves the goal higher cuz they yeah. really don't want any payout or any response right. they just want to keep pushing you to perform perform and a lot of my friends have talked about that it's like well you you know we succeeded we hit this and mm-hmm. then oh you got to make it bigger and yeah. harder right <laughs> which is just so counter to any sort of you know when we talk about the psychology of work and being productive it's yeah total trigger killer to me sorry (laughs) i mean i think it's a thing because i've had multiple friends talk about you know we hit this oh now we have to hit this you know then Mm -hmm. the money will come or you know whatever reward is is kind of i
0: i love your your version of this kaylin where your your stretch goal idea where it's like hey you've got your baseline goal and like that's really what you're hitting towards but you know that hey I'm gonna kill that goal, and then afterwards, hey, I'm not just gonna stop working. Yeah. And so you have an extra motivator, um, you know, as as a stretch, you know, yeah. that you can keep working towards.
2: Yeah, I think I mean with sales too, like with what you're saying, with companies doing that, you know, normally there's like some sort of incentive at the end of the year, and I've been part of that too, where they've said, well, now we're, you know we're gonna move this pin, yeah. you know, a little bit further, mm-hmm. um. It's dangling that carrot and then
1: just, like, keep moving it, which is just, like, so shady. Yeah. Yeah.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Or, like, having, like, I had all, like, we would have competitions. And if you hit, like, X amount, then you would get a bonus. But then there were some times where I had really, you know, active customers or large customers. And they would say... Well, that one won't count because (laughs) like, it's a really large order and like somebody else should get a chance to win. I'm like, we're in sales, like why it's a real life. It's like an, it's actually an actual sale. This is not like, I didn't just make a pretend thing up and put it in the computer. This is actually shipping out the door, but they would say like, well, we're going to, we're not going to count that one like in this competition, you know, but why like, yeah I grew the book of business and it, so kind of putting your sales team down, like I used should be rising them up like, okay, right. yeah, heck yeah, we're like that much closer as a team now, like what's our end yep. goal? So yeah
0: yeah I, I, I think maybe we'll end on this subject here, but the, the idea of simplicity behind goals too, like to me, if it's if it's not a goal that you can write on like a whiteboard in like one sentence. It's too complex, Mm -hmm. you know, again, I, I I love the idea of like, all right, starting there and then you, yes, need to break them down to micro goals or whatever framework you use. There's a couple of frameworks that I really like, um, that kind of breaks down macro goals. But again, your goals need to be very simple and easy to understand. I think that's, you know, if if they're not simple, it's going to get, be super hard to get everyone in the organization, everyone under in the team to understand and to be excited about it.
2: I agree.
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: Awesome. Well, okay. I think we're about up to time here for this episode. Guys, thanks for joining yeah, me again. it was a good one so today. Fun. Yeah. And everyone listening, Happy thanks. Yeah. Happy, Happy New, Year. New Year and thanks <laughs> for listening. Hope to see you on the next one. Boop
2: boop.